Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out, wherever you get your podcast from. And once again, if you can rate it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, that would be amazing. Thank you. I'm going to say it again. For a while, there's going to be a lot of sounds because I don't own a studio. (laughs) And so, for example, right now, I am in an Airbnb in Ithaca and the heater is on. And the heater is actually a hole in the ground of the bedroom. So... Uh, I've never seen this ever, ever before. I didn't know that you can get heat from the... It looks like... A, I don't even know. Like it, it looks really weird. But anyway, my thing is... It's going to be okay. There's quite a little bit of catch-up that I need to do. As uh, I said in the previous episodes, I came to New York City beginning of October. I'm still in New York State. I'm going to go back to New York City this week. But um, I wanted to catch up with a little bit of the events that have happened in the last few weeks. Uh, I've talked a lot about my flights from one place to another. And once again, I I was on a flight. It was my first time ever uh, flying Delta Airlines from Iceland to New York. Uh, Usually I go, so I used to go with Huawei at some point when it was really cheap. Then I used Iceland there. And that's kind of it. Like I have, oh my God, in the front... (laughs) In the front of the window, the bedroom, there is a tree. And I mean, there's a window and I can see up is the backyard. And it is a tree. And as I was talking, a squirrel just came down the tree and went up, like went down and then up on a fence and then went away. But it was so weird because I saw the tree moving and then I saw which looked a little bit like a rat, but it wasn't. It was not a rat. It was a squirrel. I'm not sure why we hate rats so much and we love squirrels or we don't, right? We don't. One gets more diseases than the other one. Anyway, I digress. That happened live. I mean, it's recorded. So for you, it's going to be recorded. But for me, it's live while I'm recording. So as I was saying, stuff are happening around me and I can't focus. I can't not mention it because I was like, oh, what is this? Anyway, back to my flight. It was my first time flying Delta, and I was really excited. But I'm not going to tell you, like, a lot of stories about that because, like, I flew so many times, and there's not so many moments that can be like, oh, this happened, this happened. But, however, I'm going to mention a few things. Number one, I didn't like the fact, and I'm curious to know from any of my listeners if you've ever encountered this. I didn't like that. Uh, my partner bought the ticket because he has like a Delta membership or whatever it is. I don't know how you call it. So he bought a ticket and it was written there. And that's what I'm saying. I didn't like that it was written there up until like he bought a ticket in July. And I flew in October, right? It was written there up until to check in, and you can only check in 24 hours before the flight, that I have one luggage included. And 
I thought that that's that's amazing, you know. And we find out only when to check in that actually the luggage is not included because he's not flying with me, so he can't. And I'm not mad at the fact that I, I didn't get any of his benefits. I'm mad at the fact that it was sh- looking like I do, I will get his benefits. So that was really horrible because I spent more money. I could have sent uh, via post, which would have been way, way, way cheaper. So that's number one. Number two, it was very interesting to me that they did the pre-check-in as I was queuing up to check in, the squirrel is back. I'm just saying, oh, it's not a squirrel, it's a bird. Okay. Um, They did a pre-check-in and they asked me so many questions that I've never been asked before in Iceland. And I've traveled to United States from Iceland, I think like six times or something. Um, so it was really interesting because they asked me first and foremost, where do I reside? And I'm like, I reside in Iceland. And I'm like, oh, okay. So have you been to New York before? And I'm like, yeah, like nine times before. Okay. So where, where are you staying? And I'm like, I'm staying with some friends. Okay. Where do you know the address? And I'm like, I don't know it by heart, but it's like somewhere in Brooklyn. And I was telling where the area is, which I'm not going to say now on, uh, for everybody to know where I am staying. Um, but I was like in Brooklyn, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay. And they were like, so uh, do you know your way around there? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But it was so weird. And then the last thing that they asked me, they were like, do you have some powder? And I couldn't understand exactly. So I was like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, you don't think so? Or you know? And I was like, okay, could you repeat the question then? And he's like, do you have any powder in your check-in luggage? And I'm like, "Uh, no. So it was very interesting to me. My question is, is this a new thing that they are doing? Or is this a Delta thing that they are doing? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Now, we got into the flight. Unfortunately, I had the almost the last, 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 last seat. And the only problem that I have, it was like the third row from the back up from the plane. The only problem that I have with that is that unfortunately there's the smell from the engine, which again, I'm not sure if this happens with all the planes because I usually I'm not really that back, 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 back in the back of the plane. So I'm not sure if this is a usual occurrence that happens or it was just in our case, but I didn't enjoy. And I even was wearing a mask, so I didn't enjoy that. Um, Now, the problem, the other complaint that I have, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to um, make a proper complaint because I filled in the, the survey at the end after my flight that I got, and I thought that I'm going to be contacted because I said that I want to have a formal complaint, but, like, nothing happened, was the food. Now, I said this in a previous episode, that this is a trick that I do. Um, I want my food to be brought before the other people, so then I'm usually selecting something. I don't have any food requirements, per se, but I, I decided to, like, let me try and just check something different. And I was curious to see how a gluten-free meal could look like. Well, that was my mistake. Because gluten-free was combined with vegetarian and vegan. 
So that's one thing which I don't think that is fair um, because gluten-free people, they eat meat as far as I know. Uh, so that was number one. Number two, I it was the most horrible thing that I've looked like. like it was cold, which again, it's not raw, man. Like I don't need to, I mean, it wasn't raw because it would have been baked, but it was cold veggies. But they looked, all of them were brown and looking horrible. I tasted a little bit and then I was like, I cannot eat this. Ha, the squirrel is back and the squirrel has something in its mouth. <laughs> okay, this is going to be the episode in which uh, squirrels are happening and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> let's see what happens by the end of the episode. Anyway, okay, so that was really disgusting and I was like, I don't even, they didn't even, they didn't even give me cutlery and I'm like I don't even know what it is and I need I don't want to touch it but I kind of have to eat it I'm kind of hungry and um and so I didn't complain the flight because I was like I don't know it's not the stewards fault but I should have thought it's not their fault but they could fix it I didn't think like that for some reason I tried to sleep. I couldn't quite sleep. Um, I tried, like, I, I watched uh, two movies. One was Elvis and one was, like, about the Beatles, Beatles in India. I highly recommend that movie. If you want to watch a movie, and I think it's from last year, Beatles in India, like, look for that. If you ever liked any of the Beatles song, that's going to be an interesting. I knew, I'm, I really love Beatles. I knew nothing about that part of their life, like zero, zero. So that was really, really interesting to me. Anyway, whatever, the flight is done. Okay, I'm, I'm done with talking about the flight. Uh, I arrived, I didn't stay, ah, yeah, one more thing that I have to mention, actually. After the, we landed... I tried, I usually, and because I was at the back of the plane, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to stay again five million hours at the border, uh, like to, to check the passport control. And I was like, oh, it's going to suck so bad. And I tried to hurry up a little bit and just like pass some of the passengers that were coming from the same plane like me. And we kept going and going and going. And I think we talked, we walked for like 15, like good 15 minutes, I think, um, and eventually we made it to the passport control and I see like a humongous, like very, 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 very long queue. And I was like, well, here we go. Here we fucking go. And then I look and I see a miracle. That was the line for the U.S. citizens. And then it hits me. Delta is mostly used by American citizens, which I am not. And so I continue the queue. And guess what happens? Not so many people in the non-citizen queue, which was the first time ever. Because again, I told you, usually I fly with the Icelandic uh, company. And I think we were brought in another terminal as well, which didn't um, 
click with me until later on. I was like, oh, this is a complete different terminal. This is, this is making more sense now. Where is everybody else? That was my thing. Like, okay, I understand that this is us from the plane, but like, where are all the other planes that people are coming from all the other countries and so on? And I'm like, oh, so Delta, what if Delta actually has like a whole terminal only to themselves or like only for other American um, airline companies? I don't know. I really don't know. And so it didn't take long at all. Um, and then the guy, I I got to, to there and then the guy starts asking me questions. But the way that he was looking at me, he's like, okay, let me see what you, what you got to say, like what, you, what you have, like what's happening. And I remember that it didn't take long. He didn't ask me how long I'm staying, which is insane because they usually always ask me that. Uh, they ask, he asked me how long I stayed last time, and I said that I stayed like four days, and I'm like, no, 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 a week, like a week. And then, I mean, I think he can see my entry and exit, right, on the thing anyway. And he didn't ask me for a proof of going out of the country, which I did have, like the proof of going out of the country, obviously, but like I, they, he didn't ask me for it. And he just let me pass. So that was amazing. Anyway, so that was the flight. Then I took a taxi and I went to where my friends are living. Okay, in the previous episode, I said that there's some things that uh, are not going my way. The thing is, long story short, I can't stay at my partner's place because there's a bit of a construction site. So I was staying at his brother's place um, and... That's why I was a bit uh, confused and it was a bit difficult for me to adjust to la 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 la. Anyway, that being said, I said that I'm not going to talk that much about the flight and look at me like I'm still talking like for 10 minutes or however long it was. Um, I do want to talk about an event that I went through and I was like, I could get used with this life in New York. Uh, but... It is starting to dawn on me that in New York City there are so many events every freaking moment and second that I am going to need to get used with not being able to do stuff. Kind of similar with how I, how I eventually got used with the idea of not being able to see everything when I was in South America. It's kind of be the same while I'm in New York for a bit longer. Um, how I am going to, <laughs> I am going to, <laughs> you ready for this? Yes, I am going to miss a lot of events with people. Like, for example, I just saw that Lauren Graham, and I love her from Gilmore Girls, she has a new uh, book coming out and she's going to be in New York. But I'm like, I can't, like, I can't, I don't, I can't afford it because I'm a bit on a, on a, on a budget currently, as you can imagine. And also, I can't, like, I, I need to pace myself because I have already been to a book release. And I'm talking about Eliza Schlesinger. She's a comedian. For whoever doesn't know her work, she's a comedian, actress, I would say activist as well, and she just had released her sixth 
stand-up comedy on Netflix, which I didn't know until I Googled that thing. And I was telling, I'm going to tell you in a moment why I was Googling her. Apparently, she's matching Dave Chappelle uh, as the most stand-up comedies on Netflix, which is amazing, and I'm happy for her, and it kind of says something about her work. So I was Googling her because I also asked my partner if he wants to join me when I bought the tickets before leaving for New York, and he said, yeah, let's go together. And he didn't, like, I think I showed some some parts, some bits of her work, but I didn't, I, di- I don't think that he remembered who she was. And so uh, I asked him, like, do you think she still gets nervous? And he looked at me, he's like, I don't know who she is. And I'm like, that's a bit rude to say around people when you are at her, um, at her uh, book release, right? Uh, and then I remember that she also has a podcast, uh, Ask Me Anything, with uh, Eliza Schlesinger. And I remember listening to her podcast, and I think at some point she did mention that she has some women coming up to her, and the boyfriend is clearly dragged dragged on with her, basically, or, or, or like something like that, and I'm like, oh! I became that girlfriend that dragged the boyfriend with her. And I was like, you know what? No, that's not what happened. I told him that he doesn't need to join me. But if he wants to, he's more than welcome to. I'm going to buy the tickets, whatever he wants to to do. And he felt like since this was the first event that I ever went to, he really wanted to be there. Okay, so now talking about the event. It was my first time ever going to a book release. Uh, So we went into a space... Um, there were not so, so many people. And she uh, had someone introducing her. And then there was a moderator, another writer, I'm guessing, that I've never heard of. And then she came out and they started having a dialogue. And it was half an hour questions from uh, the moderator and then half an hour questions from the public. And the public really added, like, proper questions. Like, ask her... Because she wrote the book when she was pregnant and then she kind of finished the book after she gave birth. And so one of the questions was like, the book is called All Things Aside. And there's, I don't remember what's the subtitle, like All Correct Opinions or something like that. Um, but the thing is that I I was impressed, right? I was impressed with the questions uh, addressed to her. I really also loved that she sounded the, f- the same. She sounded the same as I would hear her on the podcast. She sounded the same as I would hear her on, when I'm watching her stand-up comedy. And she sounded the same now. And I've also, I'm going to, spoiler, spoiler alert, I, I went, like I bought the books, like the books were with the ticket. And so I have actually managed to get her, um, what's the name, uh, her uh, signing my book. Anyway, coming back. Uh, I love the fact that she is very honest about, even now in her career, 
she still had this moment of what do I have to say, which is insane to me in a way that she has a weekly podcast and she's doing her comedy and she's been touring around the country and so on. And yet she still had this moment and she was very honest about uh, her not feeling like if I'm going to say something incorrect, somebody's going to cancel me. And it's just because that's what they decided to do. Like they woke up when that morning and they were like, today I'm going to cancel someone and I'm just going to go, you know. So she's very open about how this, like how she's perceiving this world. But one of the things that was really interesting, most of the public were women, but it wasn't only women, right? And so by the end of uh, the questioning, this man, huh, there's another, <laughs> now I'm wondering, is it the same squirrel or there's like many squirrels? I'm not sure. She gets the question from this man and he says to her, how do you manage, I know that most of your um, public is female in their like 30s or maybe 40s or like 20s or whatever. Uh, how do you manage to make me a man in my like a white uh, uh, man in his 60s to still enjoy your comedy? And that's when she like, that's when she was like, so as much as I am a feminist and all that, and uh, she even mentions like the feminism is just we want equal rights, right? But uh, she's like, I don't find it funny, funny to make other people turn away from me. So um, I love that. And watching her last show, her last comedy show, she is talking to men and trying to like talk about female things, but addressing to men, which is, I think it's a smart way of making, like bringing both groups uh, along on the journey. But now to talk about the actual book thing, I was very curious. So she comes out, they have a conversation. Obviously, she's a comedian, so she's going to crack some jokes uh, when some, uh, like at some point. And then people keep just asking questions. And I love the fact that everybody was really, like not repeating a question or not necessarily asking her something that she already addressed. So it was really great. Now, the thing is that the moment came, uh, it was over and everybody rushed out and I was like, I don't need to rush out. And then I realized they were rushing out to queue for signing the, uh, the book. And I was like, I mean, I'm here. I kind of want to do that. And it took us, I think, like 40 minutes or so because we were kind of like one of the last ones in, in line. My problem was that I was so nervous because I've been following her for like a few year, uh, years now. I was so freaking nervous. And I was like, I don't know what to tell her. And I asked my partner, I was like, can you just take a picture? He was very awkward about it. And there's that, so whatever. I was like, while I talk with her, can you just like step aside and like take a picture? But he just stayed literally by my side. And I'm like, you could have done a few steps away because it looks awkward. You're just in front of her and you're just taking a picture but he didn't do that so he was just there and she said to me um like I I wanted to ask her 
if she's still nervous in this kind of events, the squirrel is back. Um, and I said, not nothing of that. I was like, I'm so happy to see you in person or something like that. And she was like, oh, you were great uh, as a as a public. And I was like, well, I'm not from here. She's like, you're in New York, you're a New Yorker. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Have a good night. And that was all. And I was a bit disappointed because I said, I could have said more, but I was so nervous. I I didn't expect to be so nervous. And at the end, I was like, my hands were shaking. I'm like, oh my God, I talk with her. And I was such a stupid person, but like, whatever. Um, so that was pretty amazing. And I'm happy I did it, but I can't afford it to do it like every, you know, like I, I just can't afford this. But what was even more beautiful was before the event, uh, my partner and I decided to, um, uh, it was in a Easter ups, uh, ups uh, I, how do you say it? Upside, Eastern, ups, Western upside. Ah, Manhattan. Eastern upside Manhattan. That's where the event happened. And so we, I, I decided, but like we decided together to, how about going a bit earlier so we get to walk a little bit in Central Park because we've never done that before by the lake on the Easter side. And then we can go to the event. But we kind of got hungry, and there were there was like a museum there, and there were some food trucks. So I was like, I don't know what I want. And then I was like, oh, I want cheesy fries. That sounds like something that I want. Okay, awesome. And you know what I realized? I don't like cheesy fries. <laughs> and you didn't realize, okay, I have to say something. I am not from this country, and I usually never buy cheesy fries. And if I do buy cheesy fries... In Romania, cheesy fries means some cheese grated over the fries, not cheese sauce, which I don't like so much. I don't usually like my sauce over something. I like my sauce on the side for me to be able to eat the fries with or without the sauce. So I didn't know that cheesy fries with bacon means a lot of cheese sauce over my fries. So we found actually a bench um, with a table in the park. So we sat there to eat. And that's when I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't like, uh, I ask for cheesy fries, but I don't like the cheesy of the fries. Like I don't. <laughs> but that's how I learned what I like and what I don't like. And so um, then we walked for a little bit by the park. It was really lovely. Then we finally went to the event. And when we came out, I wanted to go to a bakery because we were going back to his brother's place to watch House of Dragon, which I'm not going to give any spoilers. Anyway, that was like a few weeks before, um, which I'm still not. Uh, I'm not convinced, basically. <laughs> I'm not very convinced yet. But um, that Sunday was such a... It was a Sunday, yeah. It was such a lovely, lovely, lovely time 
because I was like, oh, this could be my life. I get to like go on a sort of a date, go on event, then spend time with family, basically, and everything. And I had like a scone or whatever dessert. I don't remember. Oh, no, I had to scone the next day. Anyway, so there's that. That being said, it's time now to move to uh, my favorite new part of the podcast, which is talking about people getting outside of their comfort zone. Okay, and let me read. Once again, we're going back to Reddit. So, uh, this person says, as a hobby, I play the piano, the ukulele, and I sing. A few weeks ago, I went to a bar with a friend. My friend told the bartender that I could sing. They encouraged me to play for them. I was really nervous about it, but it turned out to be a really good night. Since then, I performed there one more time and I've been asked to play at a festival. But the best thing I learned from this experience is that if you're passionate about something and you share your passion with other people, it's a way to connect with people. So what I loved about this is that I have um, seen myself in this person. I don't sing, so not in that way. But uh, I get scared to share my art, which I think at some point any artists have been um, through this point in their life, basically. And... So I love this story that they challenge themselves. They're like, I, I, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. But I usually don't do it in front of other people. And then when I did, they actually enjoyed it. They asked me to come again. And so nothing bad happens. And I think some artists might be living, or at least in my case, living so much in their own head that they can't see the outs, uh, outside of it. And um, this is actually one of the reasons why I decided to have a new website in which I'm bringing all my work, all my writings under one roof, um, and hopefully one day I will have a proper novel or something like that that I can also add to the website. And I made a huge step. So I also want to... <laughs> I think you know why I'm laughing, right? <laughs> you know that the squirrel is, is keep going from left to right and right to left on the fence in front of uh, the window. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to say that I enrolled to a writing class. It's a regular from uh, Gotham Writers, or that's the website, I think, or Gotham Writing. Um, it's a writing class for fiction, and it's for 10 weeks. I have homework every week and I get like proper uh, feedback from an instructor and I have to present like an idea and so on. And this is why I selected this part uh, talking about getting outside of your comfort zone because I realized 
for whoever doesn't know, I'm a journalist graduate. Uh, so I graduated journalism, like communication, specialized in journalism. And I, <laughs> yeah, that's sound that you will for sure hear. Um, so I've realized that outside of my classes, going to high school and university and all that, I have never actually taken a class about writing per se. And I have been writing since I was a young kid. And some things happened in my life that they made me write more, but not want to share my writing. Then I had a blog. I was writing a lot in Romanian. I had a blog. And I I was a lot more depressed back then, um, my younger self. I didn't even know that I was depressed. I just thought that that's how a teenage... like that. I really thought that my teenage years are supposed to be like that. <laughs> I didn't know that you don't necessarily... I, like, I really thought that that's how... Like, everybody's going through something like this. I really... That's what I thought. And I'm reading now back... Uh, my stories and there's a lot of gruesome or most of my characters are dead by no spoiler alert are dead by the end of uh, the short story that uh, I short stories that I kept writing and so now many many years later I want to actually truly study how to write and I also want to say that I am actually also interested in um, understanding how to write in English. I'm hoping that maybe some of my vocabulary can be improved um, because when the switch happened, I started living more and more abroad than in my country. Um, I'm speaking more English than Romanian. And so my writing is uh, like split. So I kind of want now to focus more on writing in English because I've lost touch with all the vocabulary, the beautiful vocabulary that my native language has. So I said might as well just focus on English for now. And hopefully in a future not far, far away, I can tell you uh, or present you a novel or a book or like a published whatever short stories uh, or something like that uh, who knows maybe maybe one day but for now I'm taking this class and I'm happy uh, to to share my journey with you uh, throughout the weeks I'm gonna let you know how it's working uh, but yeah don't forget that I'm really I would really love from you what was your what is your comfort zone story when you get like, when was the last time you got out of your comfort zone this concludes today's episode thank you for listening and for reviewing traveling inside out if you want to get in touch with me send an email to podcast at alinaigrad.com and remember your outer journey begins with inner work. Until next time.